joining me in the room podcast tonight is Jay, the Joker parent, with the biggest opportunity in his fighting career, fighting for the CES Bantamweight title on September 17th. Jay, man, congratulations on a big opportunity here, man. How you feeling about it? I feel great, man. You know, um, I was a little depressed about the last, uh, you know, fight kind of falling out um, the way that it did. And um, I worked really hard. So, you know, didn't take more than three days for CES to be like, hey, we heard you fell out. We want you for this next card. And I immediately took it. So, um, you know, uh, for me, it feels great because I've been wanting this belt. If you follow me for a few years, I've been calling for this for two, three years now against, you know, one, two, three, four bantamweight champions at this point. So um, I feel good, man. It's, it just feels like the stars have aligned for me. So I feel good going into it. Excellent. Well, it's been a long struggle to get back into that cage, Jay. As you mentioned, uh, you know, you were expected to uh, defend your title. Fights fall through. You you know, you had like three or four matchups in a week and a half and fights have fallen through on you. Nobody wants to fight the Joker. And you've made that very verbal in the past and now you have the opportunity. It is for CES and it is for that Bantamweight strap that, as we know, it is very important. Having that strap, there's a lot of fighters that have owned it and they are are in the UFC, were in the UFC. Jay, how you feel about that title and what it could do for you to propel you into the next level? I mean, at the base level, I just like shiny belts. You know what I mean? I just like, I'll take everybody's belt that they let me. Um, but, um, you know, the CES belt has always been something that, like, I always dreamed of fighting for a CES. You know what I mean? They got a big cage, a big crowd, and um, they're on fight pass. And, you know, the CES belt is, like, one of the, like, seven belts you can get outside of the UFC. That means something. Um, like you said before, you know, I think in the, of the last, like, eight bantamweight champions, seven of them have gone to the UFC almost immediately. So I think that that's a real, like, call, talk about a golden ticket. You know what I mean? It's quite literally a golden ticket into the UFC or a, or a bigger show or anything like that. So, I, you know, for me, um, base level, it's another belt. So that when I retire, I can look back and say, hey, I won and, and did all of this shit. Look what I did. I can show my kids and be like, hey, I did this. You know what I mean? And so that at the very, very rudimentary level, it's I did something really, really cool. And I won this won this belt against somebody really good. Um you know, for what everybody else wants to hear, it's, this is my, you know, I'm Ricky with the ticket, baby. This is it. You know what I mean? It's hard to, it's hard to ignore somebody that's got a belt from two major promotions, having defended one and then just gone to the next in his first fight and beat the champ one. And then now simultaneously holds two belts at the same time. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I go back and forth between super psyched up and super grateful. You know what I mean? Because um, I feel like, you know, me a year and a half ago was down in the dumps. You know, there were points where during the COVID, you know, like the shutdown, I didn't think this shit was going to happen again. I didn't think I would ever going to fight again. And, um, you know, just to, to have gotten through all of that and gone through the camps and worked as hard as I have. Um, it's, I feel really grateful to be in the position that I'm in and where I'm training and, you know, how everything's kind of come to fruition for me. So, um, like I said, man, like this means the world to me. I've trained like that. Um, and uh, I'm going to show it in a week and a half. Well, my friend, uh, out of your performances in that cage, man, uh, you've earned everything that's coming your way. I mean, it's been a long time as you as you spoke about, you know, 
the CES strap. I know you wanted to get in there and, uh, you know, it just didn't happen for you, but you know, things happen for a reason, bro. And stuff is lighting up in the MMA community all around the, the world. Now the time is now for you, brother, and it couldn't have come at a better time. Uh, you're going to be co-main event at CES 64, man. And it's going to be, you know, in Hartford, Connecticut. I'm sure you're going to have a ton of fans coming there, but let's talk a little bit about, the training camp, because you train, you changed up the whole training camp during COVID. You are in Las Vegas now in the heart of the fighting community. You know, let's talk a little bit about, you know, where you joined up and the family you got there now and what that does for the already arsenal that you were packing before you even got there. Uh, you know what, man? It's so interesting to see how much my work, my work rate has doubled since being here. Um, you know, like... Back home, everybody knew that I was like a big, I work hard. You know, it's not like a, like I talk the way that I do, not because I'm just some asshole. I talk the way that I do because I work really fucking hard at what we do. And I'm confident in the work that I do. So that's why I can speak that way. So coming out here, you know, I mean, back at home in Boston, because I lived an hour away from the gym and had car troubles and I had a full-time job, you know what I mean? Like, that's a basic thing for fighters by the way anybody that's like oh it works a 50 hour a week job and fights too look man everybody does that that's that's not a new thing it's like that's that's not new um but you know i was doing that so i was really only training back in new england three days a week you know what i mean three days a week and look how far i got with three days a week of training um out here dude i am literally in the gym every day there's not a single day that i'm not in the gym for at least two hours it's not even on a rest day. I'm in the gym. I'm doing jits. I'm doing this. And that's so why I've tripled my work work rate since being out here. You know, I get such a great measuring stick with you know people in my division, UFC roster members that I get to stand across from. Not for a round, not for two rounds, but for weeks at a time. I get to go head to head with these people and see where the gap is and see where I stand among these giants. And let me tell you, Steve. Uh, I'm not that much shorter than some of these giants. <laughs> that makes sense. You know what I mean? So um, being out here and being under the coach of, you know, the tutelage of John Wood and, you know, it, we click really well and I understand what he needs from me. And, and from that, uh, our chemistry has just grown. And I think that's a huge part of being a, a coach and an athlete is to have that chemistry. And so there's that. I You know, I have the best manager in the fucking world. Um, who goes above and beyond for me. So literally my whole support system out here, even though I'm away from my home and my friends, you know, I'm around people that are shooting for the stars, you know what I mean? And shooting to be the best in the world all the time. And people like me that are like-minded that keep me in the tunnel all the time. Um, you know, I, I got, I, I, I am very, very, that's part of the gratefulness is that I get to wake up and just train and not worry about, half the shit that I, that I did back home on top of the fact that I don't have to worry about, did I do enough? Did I do this? Did I do, I work with the best in the world seven days a week. Oop. I lose it. No. Oh, I work with the best in the world seven days a week. You know what I mean? I got to, I got to spar all Joe the other day. Uh, you know what I mean? For, you know, and that was just, you know, Marab is a big part of my camp too. So, you know what I mean? It's not like, um, Every once in a while, I'm like, ah, man, I should beat these people up. I'm beating up people that arguably I should. So not to say I did, I beat any of the top 10 up. It's just fucking let me throw that out there. I'm just saying that <laughs> there's definitely times where you're going to see me perform and go, 
uh, Jay got a lot better. You know what I mean? So um, I don't know, I'm rambling a little bit, but uh, just, just the environment that I've been in has helped me grow exponentially. And the work rate doubled. My mind is a lot freer because I don't have the distractions I did at home, you know, smoking weed, going out in the hood and hanging out with my hood rat friends and doing all that other, other crazy shit that I was doing before. Now I wake up, I go to the gym, I come home, shower, go teach my classes, then I train again, and then I come home. That's six days a week, baby, and I haven't stopped doing that for four months. So all of that is going to come to fruition on September 17th, next Friday. Uh, you know what I mean? Josh seems like a good dude, but I got a lot of driving motivation as to why I got to put his fucking teeth in the back of his skull, so... Well, Jay, you know, leading up to this fight, it's been a little different than some of your past fights. I mean, there's not been really too much verbal uh, attacks going back and forth. So this is more of a, you know, a, a, you know, a, a gentlemanly kind of matchup. But you want what he what he has, and Josh has that CES belt that he won off a, a dude in uh, Dennis Piva that you know very well, man. What is this matchup, man? What do you think of it? And how do you feel that you stand up uh, against Josh? I mean, he's very quick, very athletic. He's in and out. He seems like a great striker because that's kind of how, uh, you know, he finished uh, Piver in that fight, man. What are you thinking about him and uh, the matchup between you two? I think that he beat up my friend, and I'm pissed about that. I think he beat my friend, and uh, I, I don't care about the belt. I'm going to get that one back for Sweetbread. Guarantee you that fucking much. Um, Sweetbread's my brother, so to watch him, you know, right off into the sunset was great because I think it was great for him, but I wanted him to go off with that belt. So, um, you know what I mean? Once once it's wrapped around my waist, to understand that I'm going to take it off and put it around his because that was the true king of CES, and the only thing that kept me from that promotion was was Dennis Piva. So let that be known that as soon as that belt goes around my waist, it's going to go on Dennis Piva's shoulder. Um, uh, far as the matchup goes, um, I think I've, like I said, Josh's a tough guy. He's athletic, like you said, but I fought athletic people before. I fought more prominent finishers before. I fought better strikers. I fought better grapplers that are just pure. I don't think that he's the toughest opponent I've ever faced. You know what I mean? I don't know. And that sounds like I'm downgrading the fight because he's a tough guy, but I feel like as far as matchups goes, this heavily favors me more than him. Uh, my footwork's better. Um, my wrestling is cleaner. Uh, and, you know, there's not one place on the ground that Josh is just better than me at. You know what I mean? There's no one place that he's just going to take advantage of me. It's going to be a hard fight for him. You know what I mean? You better realize that I'm not coming, I'm not coming to lose. I'm not coming to lay down there and do stupid shit. I'm going to come and beat him up and tactically destroy him in every way, shape, and form. This is going to be finished inside three. So he's got two rounds to finish me. Finish me, And if he doesn't, then in the third, he's going to have a long, long night. But, um, you know, like I said, I think he's he's got potential and he's raw and he's, you know what I mean? He can clip somebody. Clearly he's done that. Um, but I just don't think that with all the tools of my arsenal, I'm going to give him any opportunities for him to clip me. And um, even if he did, my chin is granite so um you know what i mean as far as josh goes like i said nice guy but there's no part of this that you're better than me at there's no part of this that i'm not prepared for any of your tendencies there's no part of this that you think you're going to walk out of there with a finishing a belt so um you know i'm going to go with the same attitude i always got man i work my balls off no one's going to take this from me this is my opportunity in my world and i've been saying that i'm the king of new england for years now 
and this actually puts me there. There's no way that you can way, shape, or form that you can dispute that I am the best 135er out of New England that's not in the UFC, not named Rob Font. You know what I mean? That's that's the that's the 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 long and short of it is that I'm the king. I'm gonna remain the king until they call me up. So, um, good luck, Josh. Get there healthy. I don't want to have a single excuse as to why I beat you when you get there. Well, I don't want to go ahead of this fight, but I'm gonna go a little ahead of this fight. You seem confident as always, Jay, that your hand is gonna be raised and you're gonna be having that strap around your waist. Is this the fight that propels you? I mean, you fought in front of Dana before. You lost the fight that he said you won. Uh, we don't want to really go back to that. We want to go ahead. But it seems now that if you get back in front of him and you perform, uh, it's 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 a no, it's a done deal. You are in the UFC uh, with this hand raised here. How much does that motivate you to go into this fight and finish the champ? Motivating, yes, um, but also doing that and putting stuff like that onto your shoulders for a fight uh, is pressure. That's pressure. You know what I mean? I, I don't need that extra pressure. You know what I mean? But during the, the contender series, it was like, oh, I win this. I'm going to get into the into the show. It's it. And then it didn't come. You know what I mean? Or I'm going to win this knowing that it's going to end. It didn't come. And then, you know what I mean? And I put all that pressure on myself and even won and still didn't get what the fuck I wanted from it. And, um, you know, even in a loss, you know, the whole Dana White thing saying that I won, you know what I mean? I thought that that would lead to something at least a little and it fucking didn't. And I just realized the really hard lesson that you can't expect things. So, like, uh, the, mo the motto right now is stack this body on top of the other ones and then go on to the next one. I got a great manager, man. My Lance Spouty is the greatest manager in the game, and I am more than confident that – when I win this fight, you know what I mean? When I get my hand raised, he's going to do all the due diligence to get me where I need to be. My manager is just as competitive as I am, and he wants to see me in the UFC. So I leave all of that into his very, very capable hands and the Iridium Sports Agency team and all of that. They're very, very good, especially since I've been out here. You know what I mean? So um, I have no expectation. If it, if it gets me in there, then fine. But if you need me to, to drop another person to do that, then that's fine. I will continue to mow down whoever the fuck you want until it's completely undeniable that I belong there. You know what I mean? You can't ignore me forever. And if you do, then whatever. Then I went through and I fought all these people in my life and I beat the fuck out of them. And I became a world champion. I had two belts. I defended one of them. You know what I mean? I'll continue to do it. You know what I mean? I'll become the Mickey Ward MMA. I don't give a shit. As long as I get free food wherever I go. I don't care. You know what I mean? I don't care. Um, well, Jay, man. More, um, Huh? I, I was just going to say, man, uh, I mean, I can't wait for you to get here and put out a show, man. I love I love the Joker. Uh, it's funny to say that you're coming to town. You're coming back to town because, uh, you know, we're so used yeah. to you being in town, man. But, you know, you're going to blow yeah. the roof off that place. You're going to be the co-main event. Yeah. Matt Bissett is headlining, uh, you know, belts on the line here, brother. So it's, <laughs> it's your debut for CES and for the, 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 one of the most coveted belts that they, they, they could give out. And that's that Bantamweight strap, man. Uh, last thing, Jay, man, you got a week about, you know, a little over a week and a half, uh, man, what's left to do. I know you're on the phone, uh, you know, getting flights going before you got on this, uh, but oh, what's, what, what's left to do in the, the final week and a half before this, uh, huge opportunity. Bro, it's, you know, tomorrow's my last sparring day. You know, I'm going to get good sparring in. I think I got my Rob and Aljo coming in to help me with that. Um, 
you know, shout out to my buddy Vince Morales, who just came off a big UFC win as well. Those have been my three big sparring partners, or Marab and Vince specifically have been big parts of my camp. Um, yep, dude, all of that. It's tomorrow is you know the last part of the hard part, and then we just get the get the weight down and then it's time to roll baby and hopefully i have a plane ticket to get there <laughs> well well <laughs> if dude, i don't it's gonna be a short night you know hey dude well you're an important factor for that event man so i'm sure your uh your manager see yes everyone involved is gonna get you yeah. on that fucking plane come uh you know the beginning of the next week so last thing jay uh sponsors anything you want to shout out before i let you go because uh i won't be uh seeing you until the 17th Yes, sir. So, you know, obviously, shout out to my the man, the, the man himself, uh, Lance Spouty of Iridium Sports Agency. That's my guy for life. Um, Syndicate MMA, John Wood, everybody there has been so helpful. All my sponsors from Mad Rabbit to Sandable to Vital Performance and Greens Plus and, you know, all the way down the list. At HK UFC for the gloves. You know what I mean? This camp has gone so phenomenally, and I can't wait to show all of the work that I've been doing under – one of the most elite camps in the world. And, um, you know, it's just going to be another another notch in the belt and another uh, step in the journey. So um, thank you to everybody that's been supporting me and, and everybody that bought tickets, even back home. I'm all the way in Vegas. You guys are buying tickets, and that means the world to me. I think I, I mean, made not as many as I used to back home, but, you know, that just means the world to me. You guys are, are willing to come and, and support me that way, yeah, states and states away. So thank you, guys. I love you guys. Um, I can't. I cannot wait to go in there. And uh, just show what what I've been showing forever and, and remind everybody who I am and go from there, baby. The king is back. Excellent, man. Well, Fight Pass is a big to-do, man. You're going to be uh, blowing up the, the airways come uh, September 17th, Friday night in Hartford, Connecticut. So, Jay, the Joker Perry, man, thank you so much for the time, brother, at Crunch Time. Week and a half out, brother. Congratulations on, you know, the success the matchup, and everything that's coming after this, bro. Uh, we can't wait to see here in New England and beyond, bro. So uh, go get it, man. In New England for life, baby. Love you guys.